Welcome to Thanks Dan Presents, the Curtain Call Revival Presents uh, American Pie British Pudding, Episode 6, uh, American Pie Presents Beta House. Hello, welcome, I'm joined by Josh Ryson as ever. It's actually quite upsetting that it's Episode 6, like, I have never edited one of these, like, largely the last few, um, the films are bad, the spin-offs are bad, the spin-offs are bad. They are bad. Which is, but... I'm looking at I'm looking at these posters here. On our, well, you can't see on our side, listener, but on on our screen right now, we've got all the films uh, on our on our um, screen. Um, under the name Bone, the TV as I'd like to call it. Because we've we've acquired these through normal means, but uh, it's just our TV is just like labelled them all Bone. But it, when you click on them, all the information, like the studio, the director, the cast, all the descriptions, everything is as it should be, apart from the <laughs> Bone on all of them. There's not Bone One, Bone Two. It's just it's Bone. bone. But as I was, sorry, as I was saying, um, I'm looking at the posters. We can see, you know, American Weddings there, American Pie Two, all all of them are there. Um, looking at it, I'm longing for the days where I could see Jason Lee Biggs's big face and OG Stifler's yeah, ugly mug. I never thought that I would. When we first started this and watched the first one, I didn't think I'd be like, shit, I'm gonna, I need this Sean Scott. <laughs> Genuinely, a second ago, as you were talking, I looked over the screen and I looked at the cast and thought, man, I really. <laughs> I really quite like the American Pie films, like, <laughs> the, ori- the, the original the original films. films. Spin-offs are active. So Bandcamp is kind of boring, but at least it, it so Bandcamp has a narrative. That's the thing that Bandcamp has. Sure. It's quite boring as a result, and the the acting in it is quite insane, so it's not funny. The next one is like well, well the last one wasn't funny. We'll make it funny then. So we'll make it funny so this so time. The next one, which is Naked Mouth, has like a couple of jokes in it that kind of work, and that's it's funny. No and this one is it's the wor- this one is the worst of both worlds. Oh, this is not funny and has no narrative. Mm. I mean, like to the point of it's called Beta House, and the big thing is that there is Beta House, there is Geek House. Uh, this the Beta House is the same same Beta House from the previous one, from Naked Mile. Yeah, 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 and all the same characters as well, all the same people. All the guys you love, such as um, Eric, Eric, Eric and Dwight, Eric and Dwight Stifler, the two Stiflers, and weird drunk guy, and the boner guy, who's his friend, one of the boner guys from the last one. Yeah. And uh, uh, Eugene Levy, but anything's changed. Uh, main character, uh, Steph Lang, he his girlfriend that he was all over the last yeah, one. The whole of the last film is just like the whole of the last film is uh, the Steph Lang's decision to uh, choose like sort of affection and pers- like personality over all the growth he made over that film out the window. Yeah, she dumped him, and he's like, Cool, I'm here just to bone down then. Hit bone down, challenge. Yes. So it's not what we th- it's not what we predicted because we predicted there was me the it was gonna be like a junk street situation. They get there and it's like well, no one's having sex because everyone's like down on their down on their work. But actually, no, we were wrong. Everyone wants to Everyone's fuck. It's sex. just that these geeks are geeky and therefore so, people dislike them, and um, that's the only motivation. Yes. Yeah, we've got plenty. Um, hi, John. Yeah. Because it's just gonna be easier to watch. Yeah, that is actually essentially this film has everything in it. Um and it is just that one thing. It's there there aren't any there's no versions in this film. There's no ver- there's nothing in this film. 
there's nothing in this book. But there's no versions the, either. The thing is, that they interviewed Becky and his friend. It pops to the beat, Becky has those details. Then an hour passes where we're just watching Eric and Coos and the other guy, the fat guy and their roommate. And the guy from get into Beta House. And the guy from the Duff as well. And the guy from the Duff. They all try to get into Beta House and they spend an hour doing that, then they get into Beta House and then they finally cycle back around to Beta House versus Geek House. And mm. the final half an hour is just various tasks of Beta House versus Geek House and then Beta House winning and it ends. Like that's it. Like yeah. it's so, like it's light. It's light. It, it's oh, it's because it was also uh, as a result of uh, Beta House winning, Geek House have to give them their massive mansion that is the was the talk of the town, um, and also they have to leave. So they've ousted the geeks. They've literally usurped them. It's an insult to cinema. Like this is not cinema. This is so far away from cinema. Never was in cinema. It's a disgrace movie. The, the mm. script must have taken whoever the fuck wrote it four minutes, and whoever like who wrote it. Universal Pictures. Andrew Waller directed it. I bet he probably showed up to set three days out of five. Like, it, it's the sort of script that when you're watching it, you're like, it's unbelievable to imagine the idea that these the words that are coming out of these people's mouths have been planned. Mm. Like, it feels like what happened was they were like, right, guys, we're going to improvise. We, we bought all the shit, and then we're just going to improvise it. And it's, like, previous episodes of this, we've made jokes about how, like, there's superpowers and clones. This has got none of that. Like it's so devoid of even meta plot elements. Yeah, we we really tried. Usually, usually when we, when we were just a, just a behind the scenes here, we just a, when we watch it, um, when we watched when we watched the one through three of the actual American Pie, and then we watched Bandcamp. Josh, well, you you probably heard last time. Josh said, "Let's make notes," and that was genuinely because we we talk so much during the film with like ideas and things that we point out, like we have to write them down because we forget them. In this film, I made notes. And I couldn't give a shit. I mean, we'll go through them in a second, but yeah, yeah, we but didn't. There was nothing to joke about the entire time. We were like, "Oh, that's a bit silly. No, oh, that was dumb. Great, fantastic." fantastic. We managed to create. Uh, uh, we're sort of breaking down the meta of this podcast, but that's what this film requires. Oh. We managed to create this narrative where there is like Stifler, and Stifler's creating clones himself, and he's got superpowers, and they all have various powers. Yeah. And this film, you can't like lay that sort of goofy meta narrative on top of it. It's such a it's so it's shallow. Nothing, There's nothing. nothing. There is no this film is candy floss. You think yeah. it's something there, you hold it and it just disintegrates. There's no character development for any of the film. None of the characters. To be honest, if none of them had names, it wouldn't matter. No. Like at one point, like so, once they've done the sort of hour of the the, the pledges trying to get in to the um, house, Stifler, um, Eric Stifler disappears <sighs> like twenty-five. Like, Not called Stifler. But he's the protagonist of the film. And he is he is after they get into the house, he is absolutely sidelined and then it becomes cool stifler dwight i mean character one of the things about this series is that when we started it i assumed that it would be full of like homophobia transphobia yeah um just a lot of that stuff and to be honest it largely hasn't there are some there are some bits and bobs but generally but actually most of the time like uh, say say an american wedding there's a scene set in a gay club and there's a few gay characters and they're all Mm. just like stifler is quite the original stifler sean william scott stifler Steve Stifler is like, yeah, he's maybe a little bit homophobic kind of thing, but like, it, it makes sense. That yeah, character well, seen as a fuckhead. When we when we started this, I had predicted that I would we'd spend a lot of the episodes being like, and here here's the select corner, here's the part of the show where we just list all things they did wrong. Yeah. Uh, and actually, there's only been yeah like an instance each film and all of the secret films. Bad. Yes, there's a lot of it that are bad, but, but they're never they never as blatant. Largely, the films also acknowledge that they're bad. 
for the the, the secret ah. building in the first one is throughout reference there's something that was bad. Yeah, um, they're like like the thing that happens is really blatant, it's really obvious, and then the character might go, "Oh no!" Like it's really like yeah. they know and, what's going on. Stifler, not that, um, not that like makes it better, but Stifler is like a little bit like he's very scared of people thinking he's dead. Yeah. But everyone hates Stifler, so at no point is the film going like, "This is a character that we like." So, yes. You know, the films like Stifler, the characters in the film don't like Stifler, Stifler. so it's <laughs> this, fine. This like he's, it's not fine that he's not in service, but it's like, at least it's the one that everyone hates. It's like Darth Vader being racist. Like, people be like, yeah. we don't like Darth Vader, so the fact that he's racist is just like on top of that. Yeah. You know, that's what's. I Stifler bet James L. Jones didn't feel great reading those lines. <laughs> yeah, they're the kind of the N word from Five Strikes Back. Um, but um, the thing about this film. We, we like, did we did an art a synchronized um a second ago by yeah. the way that was great. There is one. <laughs> Who says we know production there's value? The first thing. That's not production. There's the the, the first thing that um ah. in any of the films is there is a conversation where out of nowhere they decide that a girl there's this girl who's uh, with tools and tools with the girls and yeah. she doesn't want to have sex. He hasn't even he hasn't been able to touch of her downstairs area. And he's, he's, he's talking to the boys being like, is this normal? Like, what's going on here? I don't, is this something to do with me? Yeah. And they're theorizing why it might be. And someone's like, oh, maybe she's got like a yeast infection. Maybe she's got um, loads of pubes. And then Stifler, the cool Stifler, cool Stifler he, he goes, maybe she's got a dick. And then they go on about two minutes about and vaguely. And it's that because a girl doesn't want to, to be touched downstairs, that you, you've got to assume that she's a trans, that she's trans or, yeah, or, you know, or it's, it's anything. Yeah, or hermaphrodite as well. They also use hermaphrodite, yeah. Which is both. Hermaphrodite's both, right? You, uh, yeah, you just place both uh, sex organs. Yeah. So anyway, they're like, that's the assumption. And then that is not mentioned. But it's an old-fashioned term. Until Don't need to. Oh, what, hermaphrodite? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll have to cut that out of my notes, guys. You say it all the bloody time around here. <laughs> You're using it wrong, but you say it all the <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> Josh, the uh, Ollie, Ollie, sorry, uh, can you do you mind washing the hermaphrodite? <laughs> yeah. That could be anything in this room. <laughs> what? Well, I mean the the mugs that we have, like you know when you have coffee. Uh, coffee yeah, yeah. No, we should. We'll we'll talk what? about this after the show. We'll just put an edit point here. Um, no, but uh, the, 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 it gets to the end of the film, right? And you you think the film's ending because Baker has just won every weekend. And then they spend the last five minutes resolving whether or not this girl that you just absolutely have no, you do not give a shit that she's gay. Barely remember her. I barely remember Coos was in the film. Also, Coos was basically on any of the challenges, so I forgot he was in it for a really long time. So we have to watch five minutes of some plot we don't care about being resolved. And then we find out that she's a squirter, and that's like really bad. Wow. But like, oh, also, the only other thing that I have of note is that the Stifler clone, Eric Stifler clone, has got three holes in his skin because at one point he accidentally he premature okay another thing in this film he here's another thing about Americans I've decided yeah American males American men can't not cunt like there's so many parts of this film that rely on the whole fran- the franchise so far but this particularly this film there are like four or five moments that fundamentally rely on the idea that if there is a, a woman being vaguely sexy around a man you will come get an erection and then come you like, will. Like, it'll take like two minutes as well. You'll be suddenly going, "Oh, it baby!" Oops. It doesn't matter if she's rubbing lotion on his lower thigh, on his upper thigh, or dancing. Or in a, 
dancing or if you're being watched up by a crowd of people. Yeah, you're sat on a chair in front of probably 200 people with a stripper dancing on your lap. You can't not come. Exactly. And that's ridiculous because I'm so ashamed of, you know, I guess the idea of getting a burger in front mm. of 200 people. But yeah, I, it'd be difficult to sort of think that you could do that in public. I, I can't imagine. Like, it makes I all the characters really sordid, more so than you thought they were before. Sometimes I get a burger on my own and I feel ashamed. So yeah, you should. The idea of being well, you're not alone, because God's watching. Yeah, fine, that's why I'm ashamed then. But, like, the idea of being in public in front of 200 of my friends and coming because a lady was grinding up on me. Like, and also, in this instance, the, the the lady was dressed as a sheep because the guy who did end up nutting, um, yeah, oof, he loves, yeah, they find out earlier they in the film that the, he... Um, they bring the dwarf from the last film back and he... Um, he gives them all the dirt. The enemy of mine and everything. Listen, that's en- that's enough of you being angry. Let me go through the I notes. I think I've... I, I've Look, I'm going to talk through these, I'm going to talk through these notes and it'll come, maybe it'll calm me down. So, first of all, guys, I've made some notes... Part way through the film. So one of the first things we see about Cole Steffler is walking around the PSP with uh, Facebook on it. Well, an early version of Facebook. We think it might have inspired Facebook, but he's walking around with a PSP, which yeah. definitely can do that. Um, but yeah, it's nice of a... No, I don't imagine they did. And it was, I, and also, it's very much... I imagine it was like, shit, we need something that looks high-tech and cool, but we need it to not do the thing it's intended to do. Uh, I've got My son's got a PSP. We can use that for a shot. need a reason for Cole Steffler to basically just um, next thing, uh, threesome come. You're introduced to um, uh, Eric Stifler's roommate, and he's having sex, and then he invites him to a threesome. And this adds to the whole why, why men come too easily. The guy's really chill with him. Just, his uh, girlfriend starts choking the girl. He's he's she's riding him, and she starts choking. And then Cole Stifler goes up behind him and start goes up behind the girl and starts trying to like uh, do the Heimlich maneuver. And someone goes, "Oh my god, a threesome!" And then the guy comes yeah. again. I would be so embarrassed. I'd be like, hey, yeah. no, comes not happening now." As soon as, as soon as, even if I was into like voyeurism, uh, if the girl that I was with, or guy, anyone, started choking, I'd probably be like, I "Think the, I think the cock isn't really needed right now. Maybe we'll put that one away and start doing something useful." Um, yes, everyone on their first day at this university wants to fuck. Apparently, all the time. I know I shouldn't really complain about with these films, but everyone on this campus wants to fuck. Everyone wants to fuck. There's no way around it. Again, we said earlier, there's no virgins in this film. Everyone wants to fuck in these films. People in the... The men in this film don't... No one in the film has to actually try that hard to get laid. Ridiculous. God damn it. Where is the male justice? (laughs) This is the utopia that men want. This is what's going on. I've wasted my time going to King's. Ridiculous. Actually, as a side note, this whole thing of where everyone's just like uncontrollably fucking horny and it's such a weird there's something in the water system like these the, t- the thing about this, the original American Pie film is that like okay if we talk about the fact that there's no shame in the original American Pie each one starts with a very embarrassing incident to go to the <coughs> mirror mm. and like he is embarrassed and that carries like these the characters in the original series have emotions and they are they are ashamed of when they still they get embarrassed. Yes, and they will continue to bring up the things that make them shame through throughout throughout the series yeah, like if, and the characters go, if, Oh fuck, don't mention that. Yeah, like, like if they come in their pants or something, they're embarrassed by it. Yes. Whereas, the guy they bring up Jim's video all the time and every time he's like, Oh fuck, don't bring it yeah, up to my in, wife. Ugh. Like in the spin off, there is just no shame. Like they don't care. The 
Yeah. Nothing impacts these decisions, and nothing matters, and everyone's suffering, and it's just this. It's carnage. These these spin-offs are kind of, I feel like emblematic of how I imagine the Fast and Furious films are made, where it's like, hey, we have this amount of money to blow, yeah. and we have these people who are up to play three films or whatever. And here's like, I've got 20 good ideas. We just need something that might tie it together. So whereas in Fast and Furious, it's like, what, drive a car out of skyscraper to a different yeah. skyscraper. This one's like, hey, we have 10 gallons of sick. How about yeah, we have a food one, fight full of sick for some one, reason? And no one really flinches like, from that yeah, as well. Like, Everyone's really happy, happy with it. Um, yeah, uh, I've got some more hints here. Um, the director here, Andrew Waller, I imagine Waller. was a bit... Oh, Waller. Waller. Uh, I imagine is a big fan of the original Star Wars trilogy. Oh, yeah. There is a lot of Star Wars, actually, and prequels. Well, f- not only that, uh, f- there's loads of Star Wars transitions and fades and wipes in this film. Significant wipes. But it's like in the. Ri- no, but that'd be great. Imagine if we had, there's a circle wipe and all that stuff. I, I really. It's things that are very. You see in Star Wars a lot, and I go, oh, that's quite funny because it's kind of like stupid. They do it on purpose here, I think. Um, but also, at one point, they have a good, uh, a, um, they're sitting in a pool, and if they sort of bat each other off, like that like Wii Sports game, um, they do that, and um, whoever gets knocked out wins. And they have like a, because the ner- the geeks love Star Wars, they go, oh, this guy's the number one lightsaber fighter, in, in according to this far from my reach. And then they play, at first, I was like, oh, shit, this is like a rip of Duel of the Fates. And then I was listening, and I recognized it. And it's not from episode one, it's from episode two. Just as they're getting entered into the arena on Geonosis, before the actual like main bit starts, it's like all the sort of tense like boom boom sort of music, and you can hear it cuts just before they do the Skywalker theme as well. And I'm like, oh, I bet they just got enough. They <laughs> they paid for the rights for the bit that no one recognised and cut it between the Padme and Anakin theme and the Skywalker theme. Anyway, um, so yeah, they're just yeah. Goddamn, goddamn, I love Star Wars. Um, I just thought I do while you were doing that I googled the, the, um, the director has not really directed anything else and oh, really? the writer has uh, Can't surprised. Naked Mile then went over her and then did a film called Last Call from Toaster for a few cents and nothing more and has very good acting in there it's Lucas Foundation and he also um, uh, he appeared to have been a uh, miscellaneous crew member on Coral so that's oh. you know this is this Eric the Nicole, guys. who wrote it Um, I've made some more notes here. There's not that many left. It's all a bit shit anyway. Um, we've already spoken about that. No, no. Yes, this one is the first American Pirates feature of Bull Dick. Yes, uh, it is, but, but it's a dick attached to a lady. Yes, it's it's during the bit where he's 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 worried that his girl's got his, his well, girlfriend's got a dick, so he dreams that she has a cock. Yeah. This film had as many. This film has got the most genitals of all the films, and I mean, I meant just the American Pie films. I'm not saying in general, in total. And then it almost remains like that for the rest of the film. There's always a lady on screen that tits out. Well, on the on the cover. You see there, Josh, it says on the sheep says unrated. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, because it's unrated because it's almost basically zero. Like, I think all of the... Um, it's because it's so dang naughty. 
Naughty, naughty film. Naughty, naughty. This is the place that Can I you hear me in your ears, Josh, yeah. going naughty, naughty? Just saying naughty, naughty, and everyone's going naughty, naughty. This is the point that I thought we'd be at. Like, in American Pie 2. Uh, yeah, I was... Of what I thought American Pie 1. And I genuinely have to... Oh, we actually These aren't prequels. We haven't... Sorry, we do one today. We haven't done the num- We haven't done our ratings yet. Yes. Um, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna level with you. It wasn't good. No. And it's really hard for me to sort of accept that i really didn't enjoy Bandcamp, but at least i could almost forgive it for trying yeah. and this one i feel is just dis- disgusting and shameful yeah. um and it's for that reason that i have to give it an eight uh, now notice i'm not giving it an eight i'm giving it an eight because yeah. it is american pie yeah yeah i'm gonna give it a seven out of eight because just in case it's terrible but i think look of love the book of love which is the next one could be worse and you don't want to go yeah i don't want to go too low too quickly in case it steals it yeah seven out of eight um um, I'm at least being consistent here. That's I'm going nice. to look at the Book of Love. Um, it's a good thing that we referenced it. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to go for the Book of, book of Love. Uh, the guy who directed the Book of Love uh, is also done some, some uh, episodes of Cougar Town mm. and Dexter. So it's some wrestling and stuff. So oh, which episodes? Which, which episodes? Yeah, I've seen all Scrubs a few times. Uh, yeah, it does episodes. This is actually the first prolific director who, directing American Pie to the Book of Love, hasn't had to face his own career. Thank God. Maybe the next one will be an ace as well. Becky, Manny Hill, um, Thomas Hooker. How old is Scrubs? Is he too old? Early 2000s? He's just all of Scrubs. Hmm. Three times? Yeah. Eight episodes from series six through eight and nine. Ooh. Hmm. Well, he directed part of season nine, so that says, says a lot about it. Anyway, no, it was sort of tried to the revival series where no one was on it. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, Dave Franco. So he also did one episode of a TV series of Ten Things I Hate About You. Um, he did a commercial with Ian Middle. Oh, nice. So anyway, We've got a lot to look forward to. Like a regular TV director, and then the guy who wrote it, which I actually think can actually draw. I think the direction of these films is largely being edited, but the guy who did write it. Clever guy. Clever guy. Uh, he has written... Oh, he wrote American Pie 2. Oh, that's promising. That is promising. He's, ri- he's writing the new American Pie spin off Girls Rule. So he's d- um, he did two Beta House and Girls Rule. Okay. Uh, he's also written... He wrote an episode of The Simpsons. Oh. Which is Teddy Pie. I don't think Teddy Pie would be in that. He wrote the uncredited rewrites on Puss in Boots. Um... The much needed rewrites for some boots. He they had to get rid of the Holocaust bit. Ah, I guess it's well, enough. Pretty good. Yeah, story holds up. Adam Hurst did Screenplay. You wrote the story. You know, Adam Hurst was the guy who turned up to do the commentary. Adam Hurst was like the OG guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. It says it. Yeah, because the second credit on this one was based on the characters by A.G. Hurst. Yeah, Adam Hurst was the guy who turned up for the American Pie. I think he's not dead. Um, so, yeah, are you looking forward to tomorrow? No. No? I'm, cool. I'm looking forward to American Reunion, which we're finishing off with. Yeah, I am. I'm very ready. I think American Reunion's going to be fine, but... Because I, 
I'm quite on board with the the remaining series. Like, because mm. uh, look at the poster for American Ninja. Look, that's all our favourite. I think even Wet Boy's in that poster. Yeah, yeah, top left, Fish Boy. Is that is that Wet Boy there? Yeah, it's Mr. Oh, Fish. The girl on his arm. No, that's the that's the. It isn't Anne Francis. It's, it's the girl, isn't it? It is. You're right. It is the girl. Yeah. But he's in it, so Wet Boy's there. Well, that's gonna be fun. But we just gotta get through the Book of Love tomorrow. Yeah. If you remember, you know what the Book of Love is. Do you remember? Do, you? The, do you remember what the Book of Love is? From the song. No. Well, yeah, from the song American Pie. Which it it's the one. Um, hasn't been referenced yet. Was it in the f- it? Well, in the first film where he finds the book in the. There's a book on how to make. Um. Thingy Casey Affleck. His book. Yeah. The Oh. Discovered by the Hidden Middle School Library at Newcastle. So this has gone back to high school. We're back in high school. And Eugene Neva is listed as the first member of cast in this as well. The mode well for the actual cast. Um, have you got any reviews for it? I mean, it's still straight to DVD. Yeah, looking through this, I don't really recognise anyone. French Canadian babe. We've got all this to look forward to tomorrow. Um, so, guys, hold in there. Don't, don't watch this film. Um, but remember what you should be doing. Keep it pie. I started singing bye bye Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to 